Damn. It's important. Damn. Well, messed up, Rick. Damn, Damn. Rick. <laughs> Damn. Hold up. <laughs> Damn. It's my wedding Jeez. week. Can you, like, at least pretend that I look all right? I mean. Damn, Rick coming in saying, by the way, in full caps, by the way, he said, by the way, boneless wings are frozen, probably cooked a year ago, whereas traditional wings are fresh. Not necessarily. And then he said, not that Dustin looks like he gives a shit about what he puts in his body, though, LOL. Man, Rick coming in on the wedding week for Dustin like that. That is phenomenal. Yeah, well, Rick Derrick has two first names, so. Yeah, it does. So back back to you, Rick Derrick. Hey, guys, it's Terrence Nan. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go Dose. Hey, what's up? This is Peter Ward, a.k.a. E-Dub. In the house, you know, we're listening to Hear the Spear, presented by No Game Day. Go live, go nose. Hi, this is Charlie Ward, and you're listening to Hear the Spear, go nose. This is Terrell Fuckley. You're listening to Hear the Spear, presented by No Game Day. No bloody. But perhaps better known as the greatest corner to ever step on a football field, Deion Primetime Sanders. Great Deion Sanders, my brother. What's going on, man? I I could wake up to that greedy every day, man. That was awesome. Hello, those fans. This is former Seminole Derek Brooks, and you're listening to Here's the Spear, presented to you by No Game Day. James Wilder Jr. What's going on, James? Thanks for having me on SSOD, Florida State or Die, and go no. William Barnon Floyd. Gentlemen, what's up? What is happening, guys? This is Logan Robinson from Here the Spear, presented to you by NoHandBay.com. We are here on this wonderful and fantastic Wednesday evening for our last final episode of 2021. Took a little week off for holidays to spend time with family. And here we are, just Nate and I. There's nothing better than this, honestly. This is it's all, it's all it we really be. need, man. You know, FSU basketballs in a hiatus. You know, the season's over. Yeah, you know, season's over for that. You know, Dustin is getting married this week, so so that takes a whole month off of him. Like he yeah, can't do so for a month. we won't we won't hear from him till probably spring. <laughs> so we'll hold down the fort, man. Yeah, we'll hold it down. We'll be just fine. I'm excited to be back. I've been looking forward to get back on with uh, you, Nate. I was gonna say you guys, but really just you, Nate, um, and get back talking to. Everybody that listens to the show, I know it's been a wild year. We're going to talk a little bit about it, and we also are doing a Q&A after this show. So throw in all your questions you have. We've already got about 20 on the docket. But we'll kind of give our last thoughts on 2021, what to look forward to in 2022. We'll talk about the new additions in the transfer portal since we last recorded an episode. More staff changes in the works. We'll discuss that. Uh, and like I said, I, I wanted to put a little little note here on optimistic things to look out for uh, heading into 2022. And then we've got about 20 or so questions that we're going to answer here live for you guys. And throw it in the chat. Communicate with us. Engage. It's our last show of the year with me right now is Nate Greer, lead recruiting insider, and myself. What are, just what are you, dude? Uh, Just hang what out with here? you. You and your boneless wings. I think that's one of the first questions on the docket, too. That so. tells me that the, that person has exquisite taste, so they want to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know about that one. I don't know. Uh, but as always, you guys can listen to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, if you're on one of those, hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Um, 
you know, if you ever share it with your friends, let us know. Maybe send you a shirt, but definitely appreciate everybody listening to us this year. I won't get too sappy, but uh, definitely appreciate everybody tuning in this year. It's been a really awesome time getting to know a lot of you listening to us and engaging with us on YouTube. Definitely with the live stream being introduced. This was definitely something awesome. Crazy, crazy year. But uh, let's jump. Uh, start jumping into things. Nate, obviously, Florida State lands a big time wide receiver transfer from Oregon with Micah Pittman looking to probably get into that early rotation starting in 2022. Mm -hmm. Jordan Travis and him seem to have built a really nice relationship. But what are your feelings about Micah Pittman coming into to, uh, Florida State? He brings his brand with him. He's got his YouTube channel. He's got the girlfriend, plays at Oregon. Really, really good basketball player, should say. But uh, he's bringing mm -hmm. that whole thing with him to uh, Tallahassee, and he'll be here soon and potentially rooming with Jordan Travis, Florida State starting quarterback. Uh, I, I think that, you know, coming into, you know, this offseason, Florida State needed to, you know, we've ever talked about the importance of, of finding at least one, maybe two experienced guys um, from, from the portal. So you, you look at Micah Pittman, who, you know, it, is a guy that we've talked about here before that you know, has played big time ball from Florida. So he's you know, familiar with the program. You know, like I said before, I like that he plays special teams and he does a really good job of being a, a punt returner. And, you know, we talked about that ad nauseum on this podcast this past season, you know, watching FSU and just uh, the hitting yards they had uh, throughout the season. So you, know, you get a guy who is an experienced receiver and also can, can be a major contributor on special teams. So, uh, I feel that FSU needs to bring three guys at receiver through the portal. That's my personal opinion. Um, you know, they have two, and they're possibly going to land a third, um, which we can talk about. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it's a great take. You know, they they swung for the fences with, you know, the Hazelwoods and all those other guys. You know, they, they made quick decisions. P Pittman was always towards the top of the board. And they got on him pretty quickly, and they were able to finish it off. You know, I think this is good. Florida State obviously has to add depth there. They need it big time. And like you also said, Nate, they are probably looking at adding one or if not two more. We'll see how that goes, depending on really maybe another wide receiver that's in the balance, still trying to figure out if he'll be in Tallahassee. I'm sure we've got to answer that question here in a few before we do that, though, Dustin Lewis is here. This is crazy. I'm actually seeing him. This is live. He's not constrained anywhere. Are you with us, Dustin Lewis, on your wedding week? Yeah, I mean, I've missed three podcasts all year, so I don't know why you're acting like this is some phenomenon that I decided to show up for the podcast. So I've been keeping track. Wow. Coming, wow, coming with a little sassy. I've been here more than you. Coming with statistics. Me? Man. Me? I'm the one that has to run the damn thing. <laughs> Coming with sassiness, Nate. You gonna let him talk to you like that? I was talking. Uh, it's to his you, wedding man. week. It is. Yeah, Nate's not gonna be there, so that's why he's. He's why he's stressed out enough as it is. Yeah. Yeah. We've no, got uh, about sixty-three hours. You know, the countdown's on. <laughs> Common in here is asking from Brandon to. Oh well, Dustin. Oh, Dustin. I don't know if Dustin, Dustin. Hill did. I don't think Could Dustin. Dustin did you? Did you go to jail? It's on the horizon. Oh my goodness! We'll yeah, no, it happens. Could, you're making it through, though. You're making it through. You're, you'll be okay. Well, I'm, I'm not going to reply to that, dude. That's just, you know, why would 
anyone put that shit out there. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh, definitely we'll probably get into that here in just a few regarding Dustin Hill and when we expect him to be on campus. But uh, Dustin, we were just talking about Micah Pittman. Any kind of last thoughts on him? Because that's obviously a really nice addition to Florida State's wide receiver room coming from Oregon. And I had wanted to point out too, Kenny Dillingham really working and getting that uh, commitment to happen. That's signing too uh, before he took the job to join Dan Lanning uh, over there at Oregon. Yeah, obviously a guy who's extremely talented. You know, he didn't put up huge numbers at Oregon, but that's just because of various injuries that he dealt with throughout his time there. And this past season, Oregon really struggled to throw the ball downfield, which is where I kind of think he's at his best. Going deep, getting even though he's five foot eleven, you know, six foot, he can still go up in traffic, make catches. He has really good hands, shifty in the open field. Um, I know we put that video up on the website earlier this week. It was high school footage, but, I mean, you could see the talent this kid has. One cut, he's gone. He can stiff arm a guy, um, return punts. I think he's, that's going to be an instant upgrade where you see him. He's he's a guy, he'll actually go get the punt, you know, instead of letting it bounce into inside the 10 and all the stuff we saw this year from FSU special teams unit. <clears throat> so a really big upgrade, and he's going to be able to help out immediately from day one. And there's a question here from Jen asking how much eligibility does Micah Pittman have and what he's bringing to the table there. I believe it's two years. Yeah, I it's believe two, two years. I believe two years, yeah. He was trying to sit out after four games this year, and Mario Cristobal and the Oregon coaching staff talked him into to playing. So that's why he has two years instead of three. And he said mm -hmm. he, he has a YouTube channel. I don't know if people, a lot of people know this, but he has a really big YouTube channel put out a whole video on why he was leaving Oregon. And he said he regretted coming back and, and wasting that extra year, every and, year of eligibility. Any wide receiver that's considering now Miami and Mario Cristobal should, should watch that. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, then along with not only Micah Pittman, Johnny Wilson pops and commits to Florida State. Another guy from that West Coast kind of area there at Arizona State, 6'7", six, 6'7". Seven, six, seven. I'm feeling Greg Carr vibes over here. But Florida State is looking to increase its red zone threat there. You had Malik McLean kind of start getting a trend going there. And going up a high point in those balls. But one thing I found out about Johnny, uh, Johnny, yeah, Johnny Wilson is really you know, yards after catch, too. For a long guy and lanky, as lengthy as he is, he can stay on his feet for a good while but florida state's really just trying to add some depth there in the wide receiver room and you know one of the key things here one of the fun things to learn dustin put out a piece earlier this week uh, about these two micah Pittman and johnny wilson being former teammates in high school and absolutely dominating in there in calabasas yeah you could tell that he was a guy florida state wanted i mean pretty much as soon as he entered the portal two days later he was committed to Florida State, so they attacked that instantly. Got the job done, and like you said, six foot seven, two hundred and thirty pounds. Apparently, he runs a legit four five to four six. So this is a guy who's long, and he's got plenty of speed too. And you can see it on the film. He he knows how to go up. He knows how to use his size, go up in traffic over defenders. And I mean, there's not many people on the football field that are going to be able to outreach him at his highest point, going up to catch a football, and you know, a much-needed talent to Florida State's wide receiver room, just like Pittman. And you look at their recruiting rankings back in high school. I mean, these were two guys that 
were both top 150 prospects and they're mm -hmm. in their respective recruiting classes. So instead of getting high school talent, Florida State's now hitting that transfer portal and they're getting guys that have experience left, have some youth, and were also highly regarded coming out of the high school ranks. Yeah, and I, I know there's some people who are upset because they're not landing some kid who put up 80 catches for 14 and, and 18 touchdowns. The, the, the point is that Florida State needs to bring in talent. They need a talent infusion. And with Pittman and, and Wilson, they, I think they've done that so far. Um, I know a lot of people look listen to the measurements and they compare him to Kelvin Benjamin. Um, but, he, you know, he's – I think he's you know he's a faster version. I think he mm -hmm. he's better in the open field than what Kelvin was. Um, don't you know if he can produce like like Benjamin did his, you know in two thousand thirteen that's just a home run. But you know you got to be excited about the potential of a guy who's six seven and can stretch the field and you know like Dustin said you know we no one's going to really beat him to high, high point of ball so. Again, it's just FSU bringing in more talent to to just get better there. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've talked about it all season. You know, Forsey's got to get better, whether it was through high school recruiting, the portal, or both. So, you know, Kevin Coleman's still out there, um, but they're really hitting the the portal really hard. Yeah, not just talent, but. Also, the wide receiver room is getting a lot bigger. You know, you look at yeah. Wilson, six foot seven. You've already got McLean at six mm -hmm. foot four. Um, believe yeah. Darian Wilson and Portier are, are right there yeah. as well, six three, six four guys. Mm -hmm. and, and we'll and see who else they can get in the portal. You know, one thing with Wilson too. You know, Forsyth's run game just got even even better with Wilson, who's a really good blocker. So. Mm -hmm. Again, that, that that's something that uh, we don't talk about when you look at these wide receivers it, it, is how well he can block, and that's just going to make FSU even better when, when those basket outside the tackles and get in the open field. Yeah, Malik McLean did a really good job of that. That's why he started so early in his career mm -hmm. at Florida State because of how well he blocked starting off in that Notre Dame game, first game of the season. And, yeah, that, that I was about to say to that run that really, really that early on. busted off. He, he was the guy downfield. Yeah. That had that chipped off Kyle Hamilton, and then you know had a little bit of a block towards the end of the run that let Corbin get into the end zone. So, mm -hmm. yeah, let's talk about two greedy Vance Louisville transfer. He popped yesterday around lunchtime. Uh, transfer from Louisville played a majority of his freshman year as corner, but from what I was when I talked with. Greedy yesterday, he told me that staff is looking at him to kind of be all around the defensive backfield, not primarily at uh, corner at the corner position. Um, he's uh, it's listed on his on the Louisville site that he is 5'10, 155. I'm told that he's a little bit a, a good size, bigger, not monumental, not a big time increase. And that was the first comments about how small he was, but uh, the guy's got some speed. He could be, if you watch some of his film too, uh, he sticks close to the receivers. So uh, he goes into the fold and joins Florida State defensive backfield uh, heading into the 2022 season. I don't understand why people are so upset with this. Uh, he, he's a guy who played 12 games this past season, started 36 tackles, 33 solo, seven pass breakups. It, this is the guy that they took to fill Travis Hunter's spot. So mm -hmm. 
Um, I don't know why people are upset about getting a guy that has three years left and played pretty, pretty decently on uh, on a Louisville team that you know gave FSU some some issues. So I'm more than fine with taking the guy who has Power Five Division One experience, starting, being a contributor, and can play multiple positions. So you should be happy with it. Yeah, played twelve games this past season and like you said Nate he's he's really your Travis Hunter replacement obviously you can't replace a talent like Hunter but the plan was always for Florida State to get three defensive backs in this class and with the Hunter move kind of coming out of nowhere this is something that they had to get done and another one you know two days after he enters the portal he commits to Florida State and the interesting thing about Greedy Vance is he was a high school teammate of Destin Hill and I believe shortly after he committed, he put in his Instagram story, like, can't wait to compete with him or, or something like that. So, obviously, he's expecting Dustin Hill to be here this summer. Yeah, no, I did talk with him, and he said he does look forward to practicing one-on-ones with him uh, in hmm. Tallahassee. So, that's interesting. didn't really ask too further, and I know a lot of the stuff with that situation is personal matter, so there's no reason to kind of dive into that too crazy, but... He is expecting to compete against his former high school teammate with Destin Hill. We'll talk a little bit more Destin Hill later on in the show. So three new transfers Florida State has from the transfer portal. Uh, we'll keep an eye out, too. Florida State's definitely in the, in the looks of getting more, definitely the defensive line, as it just uh, was shared just a few minutes ago, really. Uh, Hawaii a defensive tackle was given an offer from Mike Norvell and Adam Fuller. Nate just put out a piece regarding that on sportsillustrated.com. Uh, it is jo- uh, Lalu Jonah or Jonah Lalu. Lalu. Jonah Lalu. I'm terrible. Definitely. This is just just adding up to me just screwing up his name. It, um, it, it's another kid that's blown up since he entered the portal. You immediately, know, yeah. USC, Oklahoma, LSU, Georgia, FSU, Miami, Cal, Washington getting a ton of offers you know the guy had 66280 kind of you know a, bit, a, a bigger Dennis Briggs so to speak he can line up outside and inside 40 court excuse me 40 quarterback pressures this year so he gets out to the quarterback so yeah I'm assuming Florida State's probably looking at him to play defensive end if I had to take a guess hopefully we can get in contact with him soon and get some mm-hmm. clarification. Yeah, and, and you know, I really like where Florida State is with Greg Spawn right now. You know, I, I, I think that, you know, when you talk about athletic freaks, a guy who just moved over to wide receiver, mm-hmm. high school was a really good athlete, um, but a guy who is legit 6'3", pushing 200, and is tying multiple under 4'4", so... Again, it's, it's not a guy who put up a bunch of stats this year. He's just growing into the position, but it's just another guy that lifts the floor of that room and you get more talent in there. So, you know, that looks like that's leaning towards FSU's favor right now. So they're definitely not done in the portal. Yeah, this kind of goes into a question here from Jen asking, are there any linebackers or any good ones that are in the portal that Florida State should be after or is going after? Doesn't really pop in my head, man. You know, there's no Miami, Ohio guy. 
You guys remind me of Ohio guys. There's Noah Taylor from from Virginia. Committed. Yep. So to North Carolina. Yep. So he's out. Um, to me, kind of just tells me for say it's really going to push that four two five next year. <laughs> <laughs> At this you know? rate, yeah, it's almost mandatory. Yeah, you have to. I was so, just gonna. This kind of leads into the topic here. You know, tra- biggest transfer portal needs, obviously, linebacker. Yes, yes. I think a lot of that's gonna. A lot of more options there is gonna come after ball games and heading into the spring too, where guys mm-hmm. figure out where they're gonna be in the lineups and practices. But uh, what do you guys think is gonna be the biggest need, or what is the biggest re- needs right now out of that transfer portal? Well, it was definitely wide receiver. I would say number one and. They've done a good job of, of filling that need, and I think if they get uh, span in the fold, you know, three three transfer wide receivers, that probably wraps everything up there. Other than that, looking at the roster, it's it's really defensive end and and linebacker. You know, you've got to get mm-hmm. hopefully two, maybe even three transfer defensive ends to come in and fill some of that production that you're going to lose from Jermaine Johnson and Keir Thomas because you just have a lot of guys who there's some talent there, but there's a lot of inexperience, so it'd be good to get a veteran in to kind of shore up that room. And obviously the top option right now, Jared verse Florida state firmly in that recruitment. And it seems like he's going to be making his decision either later this week or next week. So we should know Mm -hmm. sometime soon where he's going to go. I think Florida state, Tennessee, LSU are probably among the schools that are in the best spots right now. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, I think Florida state, Needs to bring in, you know, one to two along the defensive line. Uh, you know, linebacker, they have to bring in, you know, one or two. They have six guys on scholarship. So, you know, getting Amari Gainer to come back next year, you know, was big for them because they just haven't had traction, you know, on, on the recruiting front. And, you know, when you look at the high school level and then, you know, I, I, other than like a Noah Taylor and, you know, the kid from Miami, Wahoos, looks pretty decent. You know, th- there's not a lot of really good linebackers yet in the portal that I would just be super excited about. I know people are asking about Brandon Jennings. We'll talk about that here in a little bit, but you know, I'm interested to see where that where that goes because I think they have to at least one or two, in my opinion. Twenty one shouting out the NG black shirt, the fire. Yeah, I mean, there could still be some linebackers. Uh, Enter the portal as we get through bowl season. I think we'll we'll continue to see guys oh, for you sure. know, transfer, but we'll mm-hmm. see if it's if it's guys that Florida State should take a shot at, or you know if it's more of just bringing a body in, which I don't think Florida State would want to waste a scholarship nah, right now. No, nah, they're not. Norvell's not looking just to fill spots. I mean, he's looking to bring in talent because mm-hmm. he's got to win next year. Like this is a very important year for Mike Norvell and the program itself. John from Facebook says Norvell is entering the transfer portal. So that's cool. Definitely someone need to get an article out for the quick headers yeah, for tomorrow. News to me. We've got to get it out. We need to get that out. Clickbait. Now it's my time. Now Appreciate my the time. tip. We'll, we'll have to look into this. Uh, let's jump into some more quick headers before we get into the Q and A session here. Uh, staff changes. Doesn't seem like. Uh, I think most of us here feel like there's more on the horizon. Just seems like you know, little holidays. Let everybody. Spend time with family, but starting next week, kind of get back in the mix of things. And you mean out. the contracts don't expire until January? What, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. 
well, you know, things go on and, you know, you try to help out people that are internally with you and find other places. And, you know, you know, is that good? Is Marcus Woodson going to be the defensive coordinator at Memphis? You know, what, what's going on here? Um, but y'all expect a couple staff changes to be made here. Once we start 2022, these contracts expire. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I think the <laughs> first the first one that comes to everyone's mind, the name on the table, is is wide receivers coach Ron Dugan's contract expires, and in, in January. I don't want to say in two days. I don't know the exact date on the deal, but it expires in January at some point, and. Florida State, I mean, simply they've struggled to recruit wide receivers. They've struggled to develop wide receivers. Um, past, two se- past two seasons, you haven't had a receiver eclipse the 400-yard mark. In two of your last recruiting classes, you failed to sign a single wide receiver. That could still change for Florida State mm-hmm. in February. But through the early signing period, you know, zero wide receivers in the fold. So it kind of feels like it's time for a change there. Um, Dugans was a holdover anyway when Norvell was brought on from Memphis. So I could see um, David Johnson being shifted to wide receivers coach, which is a position that he's held at most of the other jobs throughout his career, including under Norvell at Memphis. And we'll see what happens at wide receiver or at running backs coach. I think there's a couple options on the table. Yeah, I'm uh, I kind of want them to, I think the writing's on the wall with Dugans. Let's just start there. Yeah. Um, it, it it just hasn't been great in, on, on on a lot of fronts there. Um, I would like them to keep Johnson at, at, at running back and go give me that guy from from Pitt. You know who played for um, Coach Novella Tulsa. So his name's escaping me right now. But yeah, I know who uh, you're talking about. That that that's who I would really like to see, or or a guy like. You know, Juwan Cedar, who I know a lot of people are talking about him. You know, when you want to address the recruiting piece, he's a proven recruiter and one of the best in the country. Uh, you know, Odell. You know, I can I can kind of see him coming back. Um, it's up to him. Like he has a rejuvenation. Yeah, I mean, it's up to him. It's up to him. Rejuvenation with. Yep. I mean, love it. Had a great year. Robert Cooper stepped up and had a good year, along with that whole defensive line. You know, you had Jermaine Kier do their thing. Uh, I, I, I kind of think that you know we would. I think we see. Bray. I think we see Cooper and Love it and all of them leaving if they th- if Odell was going to leave. Yeah, yeah. Cooper by far number one because mm-hmm. that that relationship was gigantic for him. Number yeah, one from Florida State and. You know Odell staying there and doing his thing the last couple of years. I mean, I, I know Woodson's been brought up for Memphis, uh, DC. No, I, I, I actually haven't heard it, heard anything either way. Um, but I might, so I can't really comment on that. You know, I, I think that, you know, out of those three, Dugan's for sure. Woodson, I think, is is a coin flip, and and I think Odell will be back next year. The Tyree West thing kind of sucked. I was kind of a letdown there for Hagens. I hate to bring up bad memories from early signing day. Yeah, but I don't know if that was on Odell though. I don't know. Nah, that's what the fan. That's what 
majority it's on of people. A bag. Bang. Well, blame it on a bag. Yeah, the bag that the NIL talk. I think we're going to have a lot to chat about this upcoming offseason because there's a lot of things that the state of Florida's got to catch up, bro. Like for real. Got Texas offering ten million annually. You know, you got you got Florida State, Florida, Miami are all going to fall back very quickly if the state of Florida doesn't. And I think it's a tells you something that the day after the early signing day, you know, there's a. They're talking about it at the state capitol on, on on how they can make it more open for these schools in Florida to to not have the obstacles that you know the others are having. Mm-hmm. You got oil money. You know, I was talking to someone that made a good point too. You know, you look at like USC, Oregon, UCLA. They got that Silicon Valley money out there. You know, some kid that graduated from USC that you know 20 million it could be nothing to some of those guys out there so it, it's what's going to come down to man so Spanx lady for listening man tighten up let's go where are we at I just watched a little episode on her last night and I didn't know that she graduated uh, out of her field she really wasn't going to do business stuff at Florida State but kind of did yeah. it on her own once she graduated Tighten up. Where's she at? Tighten up, Where man. At? Charging eighty dollars for a for a form fitting shirt, man. Tighten up, man. Hey, hey. I mean, can, hey, good for her. You know, Dustin could use some spanks coming up this weekend. Wedding, wedding boy. I don't need form fitting. I need loose material. Are you going with? Oh, like the, are you going like the Steve Harvey baggy, or or what are you doing? I don't know. I haven't even tried my suit on yet, honestly. <laughs> Wedding's on Saturday. <laughs> I can't I can tell you. <laughs> we, we, all tomorrow. we all haven't. <laughs> it is going to be interesting. Yes, we'll be doing a live game day chat in the Discord, so we'll I'll give everybody live coverage after about six shots, which probably isn't a good idea, but oh well. Who cares? It's off season. We can do whatever. Uh, let's talk Lovett here. Do we think Lovett's, Fabian Lovett's coming back to Florida State? If Robert Cooper's going back, do you think Fabian Lovett's coming back? I feel like I feel like that's happening. I think he's still testing the waters and, mm-hmm. and getting feedback from the NFL and scouts and such to kind of see where his stock would be at if he did decide to go to the next level. Because you know he's got a family to think about. He's got a young a young son as well, and he had a pretty good year. You know, it didn't. He was kind of banged up as the season ended, but there were stretches where he was Florida State's most dominant defensive lineman in my opinion, really showed the potential of what he could grow into in the future. And I'd love to I'd love to get him back for one more year. Yeah, he really stepped up when Briggs went out. You know? Mm-hmm. Um get him back one more year. Uh, I, I, I kinda think that his season was a little uneven. Um which is something that I think would push him back to FSU for one more year. Because uh, yeah. I, I, I think you know, I think he can improve on 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 on, on this season, in my opinion. The final thoughts on twenty twenty one before we give our optimistic things to look forward to. It sucked. The end. Well, not everything sucked, right? It sucked. <laughs> not everything sucked. The season sucked. Had a good time in Boston. I mean, it sucked. Now, Logan, you didn't. 
No, yeah, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. It sucks. A lot, a lot of ups and downs. Jordan yeah, Travis man. wasn't the yeah. Jordan Travis came in as a starter. Got to see some Mackenzie Milton there. Just got to see that he wasn't one hundred percent. Maybe not even ninety percent. Uh, I don't think he's fifty percent. Yeah, I mean that was a little disappointing. Um, we saw the youth of, of this team. Um, Josh Griffiths kicked out, uh, gone. Yeah, I shouldn't say for, kicked out, not kicked out. I should say left uh, the program. Whatever. Yeah, but. Seems like uh, years yeah. ago. The team was better than last year. If if you don't see that, you're you're blind. But it's still not what where FSU should be, and it's good to see that this coaching staff's not resting or accepting a, a, of what happened this year, and they're dropping dead weight and bringing in people that can help this team pretty quickly. Yeah, there was clearly an improvement this year. You know, those first four games, ugly as hell. I know. The Jacksonville State loss, you're never going to be able to look past that when you look back on the 2021 campaign. But the final eight games of the season, you really start to see this team come together. It, it feels like, you know, the culture is really starting to change. These guys are starting to play for each other. You saw some signs from the defense, I thought, in the, the second half of the season. Jordan Travis began to improve as a hey, passer. What did I say? Nate, Nate is such a what? Downer. <laughs> um, whatever, but dude. I thought Jordan Travis, he took some legitimate steps forward in his passing development those last three or four games. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, you know, still a lot of room to improve, and you're never going to be able to get past that Jacksonville State game. Nope. Nearly took Notre Dame down. You know, I think – Maybe you can change the outcome of that NC State game if Jordan Travis or even Chubba Purdy is on the roster at that point and losing to Florida without a head coach and kind of the chaos their program was in at that point. Disappointing uh, I, as well. I, I think they, they smoke Florida if Travis doesn't get hurt. Yeah. You know, you know, how how mm -hmm. many one-score games they had this year? Like six, five? Mm -hmm. So now, now they got to flip those next year. You know, it would have been a completely different season if they pulled off the upside of Notre Dame and not have that disaster of a game versus Jacksonville State. Um, things are a lot different, man. Yeah. Got to see yeah. a lot of upside with some of the true freshmen coming into a Kevin Knowles and Amari and Cooper. Sure. It seems like the DB room there, the future is extremely bright for those two, mm -hmm. which was fun to watch. I can't no, lie. It, it, it was really fun to watch Jermaine Johnson, you know, just dominate yeah. people. <laughs> um, really, really fun to watch. Guys just, like Ray develop throughout the season and kind of show some of the stuff that people saw down in South Florida, you know, when he was coming out. So there's a lot of development uh, on some of these younger players that it just needs to continue going into next season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to get to. Just to kind of end that off, they don't need to spend 30 minutes talking about a 2021 season. We did that for hours upon hours this whole year. But going into 2022, though, I thought kind of get to some optimistic things to look forward to. You know, I can think of a couple here. You know, Florida State's done a really good job in the transfer portal in the past two years. I think that's just only going to continue. Mike Norvell knows what kind of talent he needs, and he brings in really good talent. He brought in Keir Thomas, Jamie Robinson, had in uh, Jermaine Johnson along with others, and they came in and played very well. Florida State, I think, 
we'll do that once again, just looking at the track record of what Michael Bell and his staff has done. And I'm interested to see how that will play out this off season. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, um, I, I think any optimistic that, things to look forward to. Um, I'm optimistic for the continued development of the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that they, they signed a phenomenal class. They have two guys coming into the portal that could help them pretty quickly. So I think that we'll see the four, the offensive line take a, a step forward, which will be exciting for us as FSU fans. Um, I think that another year in the program for you know Travis to see if he can develop. Um, I still think they should bring in another guy through the portal, just because I don't. I'm not comfortable with three scholarship quarterbacks and one that just has looked horrible in, in when he's played in games. So you know, optimistically, you know. I, I'll wait till spring before I'm optimistic, man. To be pretty honest with you, I'm gonna follow you, Nate. I, I would say the offensive line is one thing I'm optimistic about. Going into the third year with Coach Atkins, I think you've got—I don't know the number off the top of my head—but between 16 and 18 scholarship offensive linemen, and none of them at this point are duds. You know, you've either got yep. some guys that have played and are experienced and talented, or you've got some youth that has been developing and showing signs. And you're going to add to that with right now um, seven scholarship offensive linemen coming in. We'll see if Florida State maybe gets one more. So I'm expecting, you know, continued improvement there. And especially with the experience, some of the guys coming back already mm-hmm. have. And then uh, the, the defensive backfield, same kind of thing. The, you're not really losing, at least right now. You haven't really lost any contributors to the NFL draft or the transfer portal. Miko Dotson will be moving on. But other than that, I mean, you're returning a lot of young talent. And hopefully if, the strides. If they can get um, Jamie back, I think that just mm-hmm. makes that defense much better next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're, you're bringing in two, two good true freshmen who could play earlier in their careers and obviously greedy as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it shakes out. And I mean, man, another thing I'm optimistic about, I'm on the Jordan Travis train now with Logan. I think Jordan Whoa. Travis is going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the entire conference next year, as long as he can stay healthy. I mean, those last three or four games, he was figuring it out, preserving his body when run or when running, getting out of balance more, sliding more avoiding contact. And then, I mean, his throws, they're finally just hitting. You've improved that wide receiver room. You're going to get Cam McDonald back, and some of those young tight ends could continue to grow. We know what you got in the running back room. He's going to have some some weapons around him. So mm-hmm. I'm just – I'm expecting him to have a breakout 2022 season. You know who I'm looking forward to? Second year, Malik McLean. I think that he was kind of finishing off the season very well there. I wish he had more targets. I think that's what kind of – it should have had more targets, in my opinion. should have had way more. Uh, definitely in the red zone there. But I think – don't like Malik McLean, Nate Greer. No, I like I like, uh, I, I like I like where his career is heading. I, I, I just don't know if I put all of that on him. 
Well, that's why I said he should have had more targets. <laughs> Nate, isn't, Nate isn't even listening to us. He's in his own world. But Malik McLean and also Joshua Burrell, you know, he was sidelined this entire last season, but he had a lot of promise showing up in the spring and also the early part of fall camp, but didn't get to see him at all this last season. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to hopefully having the debut of Joshua Burrell, hopefully maybe later in this spring because, you know, sideline didn't get to see him practice at all this last season. Looking forward to seeing some Josh, Joshua Burrell because you got to kind of forget it, kind of forgot about him, but that adds into that attrition to that wide receiver rim. And, and it's uh, it's time to shit the pot for Travis J, man. Like, you know, there's not a more gifted athlete on, on the roster. You know, can, can he put it together on and off the field and, and realize just the immense talent that, that he has, man? Like, He's gifted, but he's got to get out of his own way. That would make me optimistic. I'm trying to get <laughs> Nate to be optimistic for 2022. We're I'm still bitter. Gonna... I'm still bitter about early signing day. So. <laughs> no, I see that. I How see can that. you not be? Every I'm time I Hunter post, I see him like report spam. No, oh my goodness. Trying to get this man banned on social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bullying. <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited for year two. Of, Harassment. Uh, yep. I'm excited, I'm excited for year two of Trashawn Ward, too. I can't lie. I thought he was the overall best back that Florida State had last season. I think Florida State, Mike Norvell, one thing that if I could give some advice, I think, you know, if a, if a running back is doing well in the game, don't take him out, you know, unless he needs true rest. But it seems like, Stick with the, with the guy you got there. No need to kind of shuffle guys around as much. I understand you have talent. You got DJ Williams and Toa Philly coming back next season. But if a guy like Trashawn Ward is having a good game, you know, let, let the guy do his thing in ball because I thought he was definitely a big highlight. you got to remember he was a former walk-on. And not a lot of people knew about what we were hearing during practices and what players and co, uh, you know, former players. What is all the banging and shit? What is all that, Nate? I got to mute Nate. Yeah, there you go. We muted him. Can't um, yeah, right up there. Um, look, now he's doing that, but watch, I can do this. And then I can go in here and do this. I can't do it until he's – wait, now I can. Edit that. Edit now the mic volume zero. Um, but, uh, yeah, Florida State and some optimistic things to look forward to. Just a few there. Nate, pessimistic, you know, still salty about Travis Hunter, but – you know, I think we'll make it through from what a 17-year-old did on early signing day. Can't Tough hear you, scenes. Nate. Unmute your mic. Yeah, no, he doesn't have any mic volume. <laughs> let's see what my let's see what Nate has to say. You're gonna make him leave the show. <laughs> uh, let's go into some Q and A. The first question is Q and A. We did it. We did it mainly through our Discord channel, and uh, we had the first question here from all our members there. What is your favorite? Boneless wing flavor, Nate. Uh, honey barbecue. Mm. But they're they're not they're not boneless wings though. They're chicken nuggets with sauce on them. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. They absolutely are. No, no argument. No, I, 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 I've. Dustin, you're st- the third one here, so you got to pick a side. I, I, I stood I stood in the lane and. Express my displeasure with 
bone-in wings and how I think they're over overrated. We'll say uh, last wings I had were nice little half teriyaki, half Carolina gold, boneless mix from Hobbit. There you go. There you go. Oh, my God. Uh, my Celsius just fell to the floor. I'm falling apart here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God, help me. Please, someone in the chat, help me. There we uh, go. No, 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 no. You've seen uh, the light, Dustin. There's still hope for you. Just so much easier, man. I can just use a fork and knock it Be a man and off, like, under it's my fingernails work, and everything. Yeah, you have to sit there and... I don't need to get that wet towelette packet from the waitress. Correct. I have to rub my hands all around. Thank you, Irv. Thank you, saying Logan is right. Completely Just correct. convenient. Yes. It's, it's, you know, I, I'm trying to eat, not fight my food, dog. You know, I'm, I'm like half to, and you're half. Not fighting it. You're grabbing it I'll to still, your mouth. I'll still do bone in, you know, every now and then, but I'm, I'm starting to lean more towards boneless. <sighs> and I, I, as bone you get apart. older, the, the value of convenience is, is very important, dude. Don't you remember what kind of wings I got when we went to Kenny Shaw's camp, Logan? Yeah, but that was because you Bones. ordered the wrong. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I didn't talk. Yeah, I didn't talk to you that whole night. <laughs> uh, let's jump into this next question. What are the legit names for running back coaches? And Dugans for the wide receiver coach, uh, should he not be renewed? Does Yak move to the wide receiver coaching position? It's an option, I think. I, in my opinion, it's probably the most likely and the most easiest move just because of how much experience um, David Johnson has coaching wide receivers at previous jobs. I said it earlier, but coached them at Memphis under Norvell when he was there, coached them at Tennessee. <clears throat> so he's got experience doing that. Yeah. And as for a running back coach, it's kind of tough. You know, There's not really a lot of news out there at the moment. I think a lot of people – Nate, you said it earlier, a lot of people would point to Cedar at Penn State, hopefully bringing him back to the state of Florida where he has a ton of recruiting ties and would instantly help Florida State out. And, you know, other than that, I, you know, maybe um, Norvell's running backs coach at Memphis, Anthony um, Johnson, I believe, yep. he's helped put four running backs in the NFL um, during his coaching career. I can't remember the names of all of them, but Daryl Henderson, Daryl Henderson, Tony Kenny Pollard, Gingard, Antonio Will, Gibson, yep, and uh, Tony Pollard. So a proven, a proven developer of talent. Because when you look back at some of those Memphis recruiting classes, those weren't guys that were four and five star types coming out of high school. You know, he built them into what they were with Norvell at Memphis. So I'd be interested to see that with the connection that those two have. I, I kind of think you have to <clears throat> I don't want to say you know a big name I think you have to bring a proven recruiter with what um, yeah you need to make Ford, a splash you know, with what Ford has done I think Napier is a good recruiter um, really question what he can do is a I think he's the exact opposite of Dan Mullen where Mullen was just a really shitty recruiter but was one of the best in the country at X's and O's you watch Billy Napier in a game, and you just kind of question some of his decisions. But he can recruit. Um, you know, Mario Cristobal is gonna—he's gonna recruit well down in Miami. So you have to bring someone in that can compete with that. Oh, damn, it's important. 
Damn. Well, you... well messed up, Rick. Damn, Damn. Rick. Damn, hold up. <laughs> Damn. It's my wedding Jeez. week. Can you, like, at least pretend that I look all right? I mean. Damn, Rick coming in saying, by the way, in full caps, by the way. He said, by the way, boneless wings are frozen, probably cooked a year ago, whereas traditional wings are fresh. Not necessarily. And then he said, not that Dustin looks like he gives a shit about what he puts in his body, though, LOL. Rick's never worked in a restaurant. You can make boneless wings <laughs> straight from scratch. I've seen bo- I've seen wings that are fried for or frozen for six months that or they get shipped to restaurants. So wings aren't always fresh, my man. Nate, Nate's giving you the boneless facts. The real and, and, boneless. and frozen food is proven to keep the nutrients and taste and flavor inside the food better than what a fresh product is. Ladies and that's and that's a fact, Jack. That's a fact, Jack. I mean, Rick. Rick. Man, Rick coming in on the wedding week for Dustin like that. That is phenomenal. Yeah, well, Rick Derrick has two first names, so. Yeah, it does. So, back back to you, Rick Derrick. Uh, Rick says he loves you, though, so it's all good. Hey, now, he's getting married this week. Watch out. Watch out now. Beyonce's going to come after you. We know that. Watch out. Uh, is FSU talking or pursuing former Florida State commit Brandon Jennings? No. Legacy? I'll let Nate talk. No. You know, that bridge is burned. You know, yeah. Florida State really tried to do their best to hold on to that, and, you know, there was a falling out there. So, I'm not going not to not circle back on that one. No, like he's a good player, you know, had a pretty, pretty strong freshman season. But the f- simple fact is that, you know, the coaching staff does not get along with him, and he doesn't get along with his coaching staff now. So it's not a fit. This next question is regarding Coach Woodson, which we just practically were talking about about him at Memphis potentially being the defensive coordinator. I personally haven't heard anything on this happening. I don't care what happens now. Uh, Since he lost Travis Hunter, he says, screw off, Marcus Woodson. (laughs) Nate is not a fan. (laughs) Oh, man. He had one job. Oh, no. Don't get – see, don't – He had one job. The chat is just getting – Okay. He had one job, and that was Blame to make on the sure bag. that Travis Hunter ends up in Tallahassee. And that didn't happen. So, Carol, it's hard, I love- it's hard to blame Woodson for that, though. We're not being negative. We're just talking about how 2021 was up and down. There were some not great moments. <laughs> yeah. Up and, and there were some other moments that, you know, you could take a lot of positive things from. <laughs> Meanwhile, when Nate opened up that segment and said it effing sucked. <laughs> for Nate, for Nate well, it was like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Carol, Carol, I went from Carol being, being in the stands for that Notre Dame game, just sucking in that environment, how exciting it was. And you were in the stadium two hours before kickoff. You saw the punt. Uh, yes. Box. You saw pump ups yeah, too. Because I had to. Um, <laughs> but it, remember, I had just gotten 
you know, coming off COVID, man, I was tired, bro. So you got there for two hours. But, uh, but uh, you know, coming off that excitement and then that freaking bullshit game the week after, and then you know, it it, it, it was a tough season, man. You know, <laughs> absolute roller coaster of a ride. Yep, we'll never forget it. They go in and they beat Carolina. Like, what is this you know, team doing? They then they go and they wrap up the season, losing to a very average Florida team. So it's like, man, like really? William's asking if we can go. All three of us go out and help recruiting. I'm trying. I offer recruits money every day. <laughs> allegedly, yeah, allegedly you did that. Yeah, allegedly. Can't wait to hear from whatever someone's going to email. I, us I offer. Today. I offer recruits bonus. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> allegedly, you offer them chicken nuggets with sauce on them. That's what you yep. offer. Uh, let's move on to the next question here, as we should. Why did Julian Armella sign later in the day? It's time to get our conspiracy theories together here. Did Atkins drop a bag? Julian I mean, Armella. I do we really want to address this whole bag thing? Yeah, we like, we can't really like say that. Yeah. Come on, dude. Well, that's in the question. Well, I think that he. I think that he listened to Florida LSU's their their pitch about mm-hmm. holding off and signing. But I think that just the relationship of with Coach Atkins and the way that it developed and, and, and just how quickly they connected throughout the season. I think that after thinking about it, I think you kind of just knew where he wanted to go and and. You know, I'm sure that they had a conversation about you know f- trying to finish the day off in, in a positive note, for sure. But I, I think that Armella just kind of knew where he wanted to go. So why, why delay the inevitable? You know, finish it off on a good note and and move on. You know. Yeah, I think he was thinking about it, and Atkins, Atkins gave him the call and said, "Stop screwing around. You know where you want to be." And mm-hmm. He pulled the trigger, and he's going to be really helpful for Florida State. You know, not an early and not an early enrollee because of uh, going to St. Thomas Aquinas, but when he gets here in the summer, starts to work on his body and everything, he's going to be a contributor. Not this year, but down the line. Uh, that's one thing I'm optimistic too about is Coach Atkins, his future at FSU. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's one of the best assistant coaches in the country. Uh, this is from Raz asking you, Nate, uh, has Nate not figured out how to turn his phone sideways? I don't want to. That's your answer. <laughs> On to the next question. Uh, what can the team sell to recruits right now? What do you think? Is that is better? Yeah, upside down. <laughs> uh, um what can Florida State sell to recruits right now other than a bag? Or is there even a bag? Um, well, the bag's going to be important. Let's let's be real about that. Walmart uh, bag? I think they can sell immediate playing time, you know, a chance to compete right away for playing time on one of the 
the biggest stages in college football. You know, whether we want to say it or not, debate it or not, there's a reason why Florida State's always on primetime TV. So you're going to get a lot of exposure. Um, you get an opportunity to help get the program back to where it used, where it used to be and where it should be. Plus, I mean, uh, as Dustin said, you know, we saw a lot of a lot of positive stuff towards the back end of the season, and, and that's kind of proof of what the coaches are talking about in terms of. And I know a lot of people mock the whole offense made for playmakers, but you know, let's be really honest here and talk about how Florida State just has to get more talented on offense at the skill positions, and they're addressing that which is going to make Norvell's offense that much better. Norvell is a great play caller. You know, he's done it at every spot from uh, an assistant coach to a coordinator to a head coach. He's a, got a proven track record. So, you know, there's a chance to get into a system that can put you out, put you out there and, and show what you can do in the next level. Um, and, 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 you know, Tallahassee's a fun town, man. You know, you got FAMU there, which is a great plus. Um, hopefully, the state of Florida will will loosen up the NIL stuff and, and allow you know the big three in the state of Florida to you know compete. And, and that's what it's going to come down to is how how driven is this administration to get back to the elite program that they want to be and should be. And does FSU have the, the financial backing in order to compete with oil money, with Alabama's, with, with Ohio State's, and all those schools? That's what it comes down to. Can't sell that yet because you don't know. This next question is coming from Jen and asking, do you think losing Dillingham will change much for Florida State? No. I don't think it's pivotal recruiting-wise either. Dillingham and, and Norvell were hand in hand in that offense. So, I mean, whoever you want to call the primary play caller, it was going through through both of them. They both were very much involved in those decisions. And Norvell was the one that called the plays back at Memphis, you know, when they were setting mm. records on offense. So I have no worry with Norvell <clears throat> taking back over as he as he um, kind of grooms Atkins, I would think, eventually. Yeah. And I know role. some people are kind of questioning the move of Tony T, but you know that's a coach that a lot of people are looking at as an as an emerging, up and coming coach. So um, it, it's hard for me to really truly knock Norvell with when you look at his coaching tree and who who he's hired in his tenure as a head coach. So I'm going to kind of wait and see with that. Um, I, I think it's a, it's a good move for. Dillingham to get out there and kind of prove that you know he can call an offense while you know he works to become a head coach and you know it's an opportunity for Atkins who's been an offensive coordinator before to be on a big stage and and show what he's got you know he's a future head coach somewhere I think within a few years yeah I'm excited uh for Tony T. He's been under Norvell for mm -hmm. the past five years. He was actually an on-field coach at Memphis with Norvell. Yep. He came to Florida State to be um, a senior offensive analyst, and now he's going to get his shot 
you know, on-field coaching job at Florida State as a quarterback's coach. And he's worked closely with um, Jordan Travis the past two years. They've already got a relationship. You saw Kenny Dillingham pretty happy about the hire on social media whenever the news came out. And from what I've been told, you know, he's already been reaching out to recruits, A.J. Duffy, Chris Parson, and began building a relationship uh, with them as well. Yep. Forgot to mention, too, we've got the All-American practices happening right now. A.J. Duffy's already tossed a couple touchdowns. Uh, seems like he's having a good uh, good night. And I'll be there Sunday. Nate will be in attendance. Wish I could Nate. be there. Well, I'll be there Sunday. I'd like to get to a practice, but I'm just, I'm just too damn busy at work right now. I can't. Apparently, yeah, I can't um, apparently, Travis Hunter and Sam McCall are roommates. So imagine how awkward that might be. I think it might be planned. I think the two are still close there. I'm just saying, you got to think McCall, he might have a, a little a little bit of adverse feelings towards Hunter not being informed yeah. about the decision or or anything. You know, he might have gotten – he might have been able to get past it over these past two weeks, but I'm sure at the mm-hmm. time he was upset. Maybe he's getting a little bit of the bag. Sam McCall getting a little bit of the bag in the hotel room? I don't know. Good. What do you stop so, talking about the fucking bags? That's what the bags are. That's what the fans want to talk about is the bags. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you just blew out everyone's ears. Holy shit. Do you have a whistle on you at all times, coach? No, it's a recorder. A recorder? I used to be able to play one of those things in oh, third God, grade. That's a damn flute. Yeah. What is that? Uh, any talks with quarterback transfer Cameron Ward? No idea. Never heard much there. Never yeah. heard much there. Nope. As I, as I, I, I think that's a guy that definitely wants to go somewhere and have a have a starting spot. Yeah. You know, that's not someone that's going to come in and, and be okay being a backup. No. And he he he's looking to prove himself that he could produce the same amount on this level. That he, that he did previously. So he's looking for a chance to go somewhere and play right away. Not compete for the starting spot. Uh, going into this, is Florida State looking into getting a starting quarterback transfer? And is the staff upset about – is the staff worried about upsetting Jordan Travis with going into the transfer portal and grabbing a quarterback? Well, hopefully if, it, if it's a decision that the coaches – think is best for the team hopefully i do think chavis would understand that you know it's what's best for the program you know hopefully your supposed number one guy which is your quarterback you know sees it as hey it's competition it makes me better but to the coaches think it's necessary to bring in another arm to solidify depth and you know have some self accountability and understand that you've been injured every every season so you know the, the staff is trying to cover their all their bases and if they deem that they got to bring someone in so be it bro you know that's how i look at it yeah and you know the best players don't get quote unquote upset when other talent comes in to compete cuz that just makes them even better in the end. And we saw that with Jordan Travis and McKenzie Milton last year. Florida State brought in a transfer quarterback. 
they competed and Jordan Travis came out on top with the job and you know we saw everything worked out during the season but with the with the caliber of player that I think Jordan Travis is has shown signs of and is starting to develop into it's going to be tough right now with the guys that are available for someone to come in and, and beat him out but you could still find a, a quality number two and a guy that could spell Travis in the event that you know he still has some of those injury concerns um, that we've seen the last two years in 2022. I, I can't remember the dude's name, but um, the guy at Wyoming entered the transfer portal mm-hmm. last week or, or whatever. He's one that I'd be interested in. This next question here is from the Discord asking, "What is low? Uh, no, what? When is a twenty-four hour live stream? I think that should be <laughs> after Dustin. Play that recorder game. again. <laughs> That's when it's happening. God, I feel bad for people listening. You got to press on the hole. No, 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 no. No, the goddamn podcast listeners are never going to listen to us <laughs> in their car. I feel so bad for anyone listening in their cars. Just blew out Allegedly. Your Allegedly, <laughs> right, now you gotta stop saying allegedly then. But I can't say bags. Um, what is the admin's view on football? Will the budget get larger for the football program? I like having Alfred as a athletic director. Yeah, I, I think there's brighter, brighter days ahead. Yeah, I think it's clear you've got an administration that is shifting to be more football focused than they have been over the past, you know, half decade or whatever you may have. And it's really going to come down to, I think, Florida State to developing a, a good NIL program because that's just the the nature of the way that this game is going. You're going to have to be able to provide guys with something. And we, we saw that, I mean, frankly, lose Florida State a couple of recruitments. So that's mm-hmm. going to take everybody. You know, if you're not a booster – Sign up and become a booster. Donate some money, you know, brick by brick. Wow, brick by brick. Good promotion there from Dustin Lewis. They should sign him. It should be your full-time gig. They should work with me, man. I, I could be their promoter or something. You would do a fantastic job at that. I think so. Uh, what is Logan's plans now that he's graduated? Uh, well, let me start off with saying I'm getting into knitting. I'm reading a lot more books now. I'm getting into baking and number one, Dustin and Nate. I'm getting into gardening, so I'm starting to get into being a gardener. Going the Newburgh route, and I respect it. Mm-hmm. Joining. Have in you been on able to reach out to him and get any tips about having a nice herb patch? No, I haven't had any good advice there. I'm kind of going solo dolo with it. Got to get plant. in those spaces, man. I'm sure he could bring you up there to ask a question. I know that might be my next thing. Look for me tomorrow. Fire them up for me. So I'm going to ask questions. Uh, Next question here is going to be any portal, any news on portal linebackers? Anything on Noah Taylor? How do we feel about Jared first? So, yeah, that Noah Taylor one is axed. How do we feel about Jared first? We talked about him earlier, but Uh, last time, does Florida feel good? There's some people that think he's leaning towards LSU, you know. We'll see how that plays out. And LSU didn't even get a visit. I know. We'll see. You think things Bag. are crackling with LSU? Bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just trying to piss them off. Just keep doing it. <laughs> Love it. We haven't been with each other in two weeks, so it's bound to happen. 
Uh, what's the situation with who else could it be? Dustin Hill. What is the situation going on with Dustin Hill? Dustin, we saw he put out a tweet the day before early signing day about Dustin Hill being on that 2022 class list at Florida State. Yeah, I think I think Florida leave. State just screwed up and didn't delete him off the page. I think that was a complete accident, and they totally did not mean to throw everybody into a panic like that. Because if you go back and look at it, I mean, the graphic, the graphic for him that they, yeah, it was it was different from the thing that they did this year. So I just think that was a, a screw up on their part. But oh well. So I, I believe it when 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 he's actually on campus. Yeah. Tired of the timelines, man. It's like and when, it went year, from definitely summer. definitely January to now, probably probably summer. And Force and it needs that kid, man. He's really good. You know, they yeah, need him last badly. Year, you know, last year whenever he didn't sign, there just kept stuff kept coming out like, oh, there's confidence he'll make it to campus, so he'll he'll be here. And then the timeline, it just keeps getting pushed back every single time. So like you said, Nate, at this point, you got to show me. You got to yep. show me for me to believe. But if he does show up, I mean, man, Ooh, that wide receiver room is looking like it's been pretty much completely flipped, along with the guys you've got coming back that should continue to improve. You know who expects uh, uh, to see Destin? I mean, how, how different does that room look, though? Not to get sidetracked. Sorry, Logan. When you can bring in better talent and a guy like Ontario Wilson, who was arguably your best receiver, is your second or third string guy. You know, that's the goal, right? So be interested to see what happens. Well, you know who feels very confident about Dustin Hill coming to Tallahassee is Greedy Vance. Yep. Former high school teammate, so. We'll keep an eye out. Optimism. Optimism. This is the episode of optimism as we head into 2022. What are your your New Year's resolutions? New Year's resolutions? Yeah. Um, Not drink so much beer. Probably number one. I drank a lot of beer in 2021 during my college years. Probably not do that. Read more books. I think I want to give more. I want to get smarter every day and find something new and number three make you guys happy i want y'all to smile more so we can have a good time on this show every week together because we're with each other a lot every day texting on the show and the discord yeah just make you guys smile more 2022 Uh, what about yours nates i'm moving Uh, moving I I I got to get back into the gym just for for sanity's sake, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, you know, to uh, kind of on, on the same line, you know, as, as a guy who likes to read, you know, and I, I, I want to get back into reading. So, you know, I, I read every night. I, mean, I got five books in my nightstand so getting back to just gaining knowledge about things i'm interested about and uh yeah that's about it 
I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> You're the one that asked us. Because someone else asked it, dipshit. Well, um, you asked if you brought it up. Uh, Dustin seems like he's got something. I, I, got. I, I was also to just to uh, continue to focus on the balance of working life. <laughs> How did we get to like lifestyle podcasts out of nowhere? <laughs> <laughs> they took this fully seriously. Oh man, uh, Dustin, any any uh, New Year's resolutions for you? Just randomly in the middle oh, of all of our questions here. I don't Stay know. Married. I've never really thought about it. I would Stay. say have a good marriage. Probably lose weight so I don't die in the next seven or eight years. Rick told you to. So and just uh, keep pushing the whole game day to be the best that we can make it all year and beyond that. Look at that. You're a great promotional person. Get into politics more. Uh, well, from going from Dustin Hill to New Year's resolutions, let's keep this trend going here and talk about Jamie Robinson and do we expect him to be back next season? Right now, I'm saying yes. I'm saying yes. I, I think it's 50 50. You know, he, true he, starter. So he comes in, earns all conference honors, has a great, Had a season. really good finish to the season. You know, came on real strong at the end of the season. You know, put a lot of good stuff on tape. I think it depends on after the season, what does that defensive back class look like? going into the draft you know that's what's gonna I mean, not trying to knock him by any means saying saying that but you know can you play one more season in college and put more good stuff out there and raise your stock or does the mm -hmm. nfl see you not getting better in terms of where you could get drafted and you just take take the chance and make the leap so yeah and he had some I, struggles I, I really hope he comes back because you know, he played really, really well the, the back end of the year. Yeah, like you said, he had some struggles early on and then really mm -hmm. came into his own those last five, six games, culminating that with the, the 18 tackles in the season finale against Florida, which, I mean, just a heck of an effort um, from him on that one. So we'll have to see. I, whenever I look at these things, I always try to see if there's any outside factors that might influence a guy's decision one way or the other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, shortly after he – committed or signed to Florida State um, whenever he transferred in from South Carolina. His mom's house actually burned down. So I wonder if maybe that could have any impact going into the NFL now, getting some money and being able to help out the family. Same thing with, sure. with Baby and Love It. We'll just have to see. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, maybe those NIL things could start to help Florida State. I think be like, you know, get you this nice deal. Come on back. Yeah. Uh, Raz is asking, any news on Demory Tate, the defensive back? I haven't heard anything on him at all. Nate, you've been you've been one of the many that have talked about Demory Tate the um, last couple of years. You know, I, I I could see him giving it through spring, and and based off what happens in spring, making a decision if he's going to stay at Florida State or not. So you know, he's kind of been buried on the depth chart. In the doghouse, been injured. Um, you know, apparently isn't very happy with his spot. So, does he transfer or now, or does he wait through and see what happens in the spring? Because, again, it's another guy who has a lot of gifts, but it just hasn't put it together yet. 
Uh, Andre's saying that Nate needs to talk to Dr. Phil. No, I'm straight. Uh, this last question here on the docket for the night 2021 asks, any more players that we should expect Florida State to transfer some guys to keep an eye on? We already talked about Jamie. They're um, not Jamie, but that's really just depending on what he wants to do. They ask him who's going to transfer? Yeah, transfer out of Florida State. Two to three. It's, it's got to happen in order for them to, you know, continue to bring portal guys in. I think you could even have more than that. We'll just have mm-hmm. to see. I mean, I don't, I don't want to put any names on any guys, but nope. maybe you know, a couple reserve mm-hmm. defensive bags. I could see some reserve wide receiver guys going with that room starting to fill up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe at tight end, there's a little bit of attrition there at the back end of the depth chart. It's all it's all up in the air right now. So I don't I don't want to put any names out there, speculate. Yeah. I think four is a pretty good number, in my opinion. Yep. Definitely once spring comes, there's there's gonna be a few more. When so. there's three guys in my head right now. So keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself or go to the Discord. I I I learned my lesson. I don't want to start a rumor around someone and get killed. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, damn. Have another Jeez. dad coming after you, Nate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, at least this comment here from Trent uh, says, this is pitiful. This is pitiful. Didn't like our New Year's resolution segment there. Hey, we're just answering <laughs> the fans' questions here. Um, You're yeah, pitiful, Trent. Yeah, but back. <laughs> Back to you, Trent. You made right back at you, buddy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You're pitiful. Right back at you. Um, but yeah, I think that practically wraps up the show uh, for this evening. A pitiful, a pitiful way to end off the show by calling one of our listeners pitiful. I mean, there's nothing better than that, <laughs> gentlemen. Uh, happy New Year, have- guys. We done for the year? We finally done? I think we did it. You know, we we never even like said anything about Austin. Poor Austin, but he's currently <laughs> he's got he's he's at the Rona. We kind of um, did the beginning, you know. We talked about how basketball sucks, so he's kind of disappeared. <laughs> yeah, no, he left uh, the the podcast because basketball is practically done. So, um, thoughts and uh, wishing. The best to our friend Austin Vizi, as we know, a lead basketball writer. He's dealing with COVID, so couldn't join us, but looks like he'll be okay. He's just not feeling so well and tired. So hopefully he can have a big turnaround. Um, also, shout out to uh, Dilu this upcoming weekend, getting married. Looking forward to it. Should be fun. I'm a groomsman for him, so definitely appreciative of him inviting me into that. Really I don't think it's a great idea, definitely when you have an open bar so uh, and have a lodge to stay at on that property. So I don't know where the weekend could go. Anybody we'll see what happens. happens. And Austin, Austin was actually uh, supposed to be there. And then probably a month or two, a month or two ago, he decided that he was going to attend the, the North Carolina State game on January 1st and, instead of coming to my wedding. And now he's got COVID. So. He can't even go. Ha ha. 
Just saying, I don't really feel bad for the guy. <laughs> you don't feel bad he has Corona. Hopefully, he makes it through. I mean, oh my gosh, Rona, Rona. I Hopefully, he makes it. Chris said that he just subscribed. If you haven't yet, if all of y'all are new on YouTube or even Facebook, hit the like button or hit subscribe. That way you get notified every time we release a new episode. I think that's going to fully wrap up all of 2021. I don't know how many episodes we had this season, but good God almighty, I think we had a ton. Definitely appreciate all the awesome guests we had this whole season too. We had a handful of them. Um, Definitely Shout out to uh, Sports Illustrated. We started off with them in September. has been a really fun ride so far. Just getting started, I think we've got We're a lot. Ass, man. Yeah, the, the team has been been killing it. We've been doing a great job. And it's like, the crazy thing is we just got started. We're still learning. We're still trying to get better too. We're trying to find different ways to bring you guys content. So we'll be. We're just going to keep turning content over there. NoGameDay.com with Sports Illustrated and their team is awesome too. So. Keep on the lookout for a lot of stuff to start off 2022. A lot of new guests, too, that we're working on bringing to start off the, the season. A lot of things we're trying to work on on the back end of things that we're hopefully going to be able to share with you guys in the near future. A lot of cool stuff. Uh, we're, we're really going to have a busy off season and hopefully be able to share a lot of this news with you guys. So look forward to uh, an awesome 2022 with y'all this is where we introduce the streaming platform too so having y'all on youtube facebook twitter it's been crazy cool to be able to engage with you guys in the comments even if you call the show pitiful here and there we appreciate it a ton they will call you pitiful back and call, and and call me pitiful and <laughs> you need yeah <laughs> but definitely definitely appreciate y'all this has been this has been awesome. Awesome year. Looking forward to 2022. Hopefully, maybe on Florida State's football side of things, a little bit better. But, you know, we're here for the ride, baby. It's what makes it. How much it. worse can it get? I'm afraid to ask, but how much worse can it get? <laughs> we shall see, yeah. Nate. We shall see. Debbie Downer Nate is with the last jab. Hey, it will never be as bad as 4 and 8 on a full season. You never want to be called the 4 and 8ers. Nope. Never want to do that. But the three and six mafia has a better ring to it though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's gonna wrap it up for the last episode of 2021. As always, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, join us in the Discord, enjoy the off season with us. Only $2.99 a month, patreon.com slash Noel Game Day. If you're on Instagram, go follow us over there. That will be busy this off season. If you're on Twitter, follow us at the Noel Game Day. And if you haven't texted us yet, text us. And you're actually texting me, 850-616-8661. I know it says Texas for recruiting and transfer portal update. I know. that uh, I need everyone just to flood that line and, and request that I take control for one day. Yeah, and I know everyone wants to contribute to the wedding. So you can cash at me at Shadow DCL. So go ahead and send that money in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, that's Shadow DCL Cash App. Remember that. God. (laughs) Oh, Lord Elvis, Jesus Christ. All right, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your happy new year. Look forward to 2022, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Happy new year. I can't wait to kill these guys. I made it through a year with them. I can't wait to kill them. All right, see y'all in 2022. Adios. Someone Cash App me. Someone actually cash at you? 
Yeah, make sure you make sure you guys all do too. Come on, keep it coming. Okay, no one cash apped him. All right, we're out of here. See you in 2022. <laughs>